This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today is Thursday, November 16th, 2023. Doorbell footage shows woman stealing multiple ballots in Massachusetts whilst other voters are like, that ain't my signature. And it's all caught on camera. No more hiding it now, along with the Democrat terrorist party. There is a civil war inside of the Democrat party and Democrats are very bad at winning civil wars. And this civil war is now going to rip that party asunder. The DNC was stormed last night by Hamas orcs and self-loathing, childless, white liberal ladies. And they screamed and they had real problems and they fought cops and six police officers were injured. I very much look forward to the arrests coming. Senator Mark Wayne Mullen joins the show along with Anna Paulina Luna to talk about being locked in her office. My name is Benny Johnson and this is The Benny Show. Anti-Israel protests erupt into violence outside of the DNC headquarters in DC, sparking police to make dozens of arrests as activists try and storm the building. They're not activists. These people are terrorists. Anna Paulina Luna tweeting that she had been locked inside of her office with her infant, with her uh, newborn baby. Jeez. Again, she's gonna join us to talk all about it. Capitol Police saying that the protesters uh, fought cops, sprayed them with pepper spray, and that cops were injured, that they had to lock down all of the Capitol building. Um, my thought on this, you break it, you buy it, baby. You people, uh, left-wingers, have used these individuals, and by these individuals, I mean the, the deeply mentally unstable, mentally unwell people, and you have weaponized them to become your own brown shirts, to become your own like little little army that you can use to terrorize cities, right? Like Washika, Wisconsin. Like every single city that was burned to the ground during BLM. Remember when riots were the language of the dispossessed? Remember when rioters were just out to get bread? AOC doesn't have a single tweet up. We checked CNN's homepage. Not a single link to this story last night. Protesters stormed the DNC and then went after a Jewish member of Congress, a guy named Brad Sherman. Brad Sherman had to be escorted out by secret security from the DNC. This guy was this guy was a member of Congress from California, and he called it a pro-terrorist wing of his own party that was attacking him. They were coming after him. They were out for blood, these people. You break it, you buy it. You broke these people's brains, all right, with your propaganda. You broke these people's brains by trying by destroying the nuclear family, by keeping them uh, from happy lives by ripping out uh, from their hearts and their souls the uh, religion and the family and the communities that used to keep all of us grounded. And then you have scrambled their brains with wokeness. They're the complete and total uh, woke mind virus takeover. And I can show you exactly what that looks like. I have out from last night, there is a perfect video that has surfaced of what it looks like when you have the, when the woke mind virus has metastasized and has gobbled up all of the brain cells that you have left. 
and you are simply just a reanimated corpse, right? Um, like the last of us, right? You're just like a reanimated corpse uh, and you have the virus controlling your entire body. This is what it looks like. Look at the hysteria, the raging cortisol, the feline feminine fussiness of this individual. This person is the voter block of the Democrat party. And she is now attacking the DNC. You broke it. You broke these people's brains. You bought it. Enjoy. We are outside the DNC. We're outside the Democratic Party headquarters because this party claims to be on the side of life and peace and equality. And we're saying that we want them to live up to their values and oppose this horrific war and call for a ceasefire now. And we're being responded to by the police shoving anti-war activists down the stairs, shoving peaceful protesters back with their bikes. And because our party, our party that 80% of us want a ceasefire, Hold on, to be continued. One second, one second, one second. Okay, first off, my, my salty cup has been filled up. The salt coming from that lady. Mentally ill, clearly. You're mentally ill. Do you think that woman has, I mean, again, like childless, single, white woman popped up on every antidepressant known to man, bottle of Xanax rattling around right next to her yoga pants, like sitting there with her 27 cats, watching MSNBC all day long, scrolling through the best fake news accounts on X and being radicalized. You radicalized them, DNC. You broke her brain. And now you're going to have to deal with that energy when it's directed back at you because the DNC really loved that energy when they could use these people and direct them towards us. The monster's always going to eat you. Frankenstein's all, Frankenstein always turns on the, the doctor who built them. So you built that, you create, you can't ever find right, you never find anyone on the conservative side acting like that. You never do. We're like pretty chill. We're like, all right, well, you know, whatever. Crack open a beer. Like I got my kids. I got my wife. I got my house. Like got a mortgage. It's going to be fine. We'll go to the beach. You know, we'll go boating. Like things like things like it's whatever, right? You never find people so hopped up and so like wound so tight, right? That they would attack their own DNC. How, what are the chances of that lady's a DNC donor? This is the mind virus. It broke her. It's an incredible thing. You see all the protesters, all the protesters storming the building, attacking the cops, raging at the cops. They smashed in a bunch of doors. Then they went and roamed around Capitol Hill. You can see it here. I mean, it's just, there's, there's no real talk. It's just melee stuff, right? You ever going to hear? Is anybody else going to report on this? Is it just going to be us every single day? Yeah. Okay. So they did the exact same thing uh, across DC at the uh, White House. They went and they rammed up the White House gates. Okay. Ripped up the White House gates, vandalized the White House. We've been covering this and climbed atop the fences. Right. Here's what they did to the White House. Check it out. Boy, I'm starting to see a trend here. 
really starting to see a trend. It's almost as though the left has been the anarcho-terrorists, has been the violent party the entire time, and that January 6th was a PSYOP. It's almost as though they actually integrated into, into January 6th, left-wingers integrated into the January 6th crowd in order to cause problems. In a court filing this morning, there is a new court filing this morning out of a trial in D.C. where a BLM activist, where BLM activists said, hey, I actually integrated into the crowd in order to cause problems, in order to make MAGA look bad, and I'm a left-winger. We now have it proof inside of the court filings this this morning leftists integrated into the crowd on January 6 in order to make our movement look bad again ladies and gentlemen a man who previously held himself as a BLM activist went to the US Capitol on January 6 with the goal of inciting the crowd according to federal prosecutor told jurors in a closing argument of a trial today there's your proof there's your proof. These people are unhinged. The enemy is within. These people, once again, hurt cops last night, attacked police. You will never see a crowd of actual conservatives doing that. That is not what we do. These people are psychotic. We have proof of it. And baby, Democrats, you broke it, you buy it. You are now the party of left-wing extremist terrorism, anti-white racist hatred, hatred of the nuclear family, hatred of morality, and hatred of your own country. You broke these people's brains for power, and now you're going to live with it. Just like left-wing movements across the globe, which are collapsing, by the way, in, in quick order, because this is what they all preach. Destabilization, dehumanization, demoralization. This is what demoralization looks like. Check this out. They're doing shit right behind you right now. We are demanding a ceasefire for the people of Gaza. And this is how they treat us. The violence that is going on, the training of the police and the IDF is hand in hand. We are peacefully protesting. Hundreds of people are out of the I just can't get enough of uh, into my veins of leftist protesters getting arrested by the cops. Uh, there were multiple arrests made last night. Uh, what will happen to these people? Pre-trial detention and then 10-year sentences? We look forward to it. Now, I do have a uh, question for every member of Congress that comes on this show. I will ask forever, when we take power in 2024, will you remember these insurrections? Will you be sending, will we be forcing the FBI and the DOJ to hunt these people down like dogs? Like they did to our side, to little grannies that simply went into a restricted area. You know, I know for a fact that last night there was a Senate vote going on and they locked down the Capitol. Now, that would be the interference inside of an official proceeding. Inside of a inside of violating the Capitol Police orders, which is what they have said every J6er is charged with, right? 
trespassing on Capitol grounds. That's what these people were doing. Fighting with cops. That's what these people were doing. And every single person that was engaged in this, every single person, there were hundreds of them last night. There have been thousands of them in the Hamas erection. Here's what they did to the White House. You can see how they uh, tore down our statues. Every single one of these people needs to be hunted like a dog. When Republicans get back in charge, the only way to stop this, I don't want it to happen on the right or the left. I don't want it to ever happen again. But the left only does this stuff because there is never a consequence. They never get a spanking. They never get their lollipop taken away. And so now it's time. Nothing takes the lollipop away like pre-trial solitary confinement. Now it's time. Will you be in favor of a full inquisition into a full commission, January 6th commission, a new a, a Hamas erection commission into rounding up every person that was inside of the Capitol, the White House, the DNC. Here, we'll protect the DNC for you. We'll do it. We'll do your job for you. We'll protect the DNC. We'll round up these terrorists for you. And will you be pushing the executive branch to do that? Executive DOJ it won't happen in the next year. So don't hold your breath. But once we get the White House back in 2024, the first act needs to be the direct ordering of the DOJ to get every single activist charged federally that behave like this in Washington, D.C. That should be the first executive act. And I will be asking every member of Congress if they're in support of it. You need to know. You deserve to know. By the way, these activists, they hate Democrats. We went to the White House. All they wrote, all, all they scrawled all over the White House was FJB. I mean, I'm telling you guys, it's like you, you would see less FJB graffiti inside of a porta john at a NASCAR race. This is them inside the Capitol Rotunda. I want every single one of these people rounded up. Every single one rounded up. Every one of these people needs to go directly to pretrial solitary confinement inside of the D.C. Gulag. Look at these insurrectionists inside of the United States Capitol. This is what we will do when we are back in power. And I'm telling you, you have my guarantee that I will make sure of it by asking every single member of Congress that comes on this show if they are going to be pushing for this when we get the White House back. It will not happen. Under this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Joe Biden. Joe Biden needs these orcs to stay in, to try and remain in power, along with election fraud, ladies and gentlemen. Along with election fraud. Wild Wild plays last night. Wild stuff yesterday. I mean, this is the consequences, obviously, of a group of people who've had their brains broken and a group of people who think that they have more power than they actually do. And how do they think they have more power than they actually do? Well, because many systems in America have been broken. Election fraud is something that we've been covering a lot on this program. It's something you need to hear more about, especially inside of, and this is amazing, dark blue districts in America. Like here in Massachusetts, this is wild stuff. Okay, so in Massachusetts, there are a bunch of voters that are being like, hey, uh, I didn't vote. I didn't vote. They show up to vote 
And they said, no, your ballot's already been cast. And the guy's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Why is my ballot already been cast? Voters showing up and they're like, hey, here's your ballot. Here's your ballot, lady, right? Here you go. Here's your ballot. Here, you voted. There you go. And the lady's like, that's not my signature. That ain't my signature. Who is Who voted for me? This is an insane story, okay? Check this out. This is the local news reporting on this fraud. Wild stuff. Watch. Five city officials in Lawrence have ordered a recount of votes during their investigation into possible voter fraud. That recount is scheduled to take place tomorrow. NBC 10 Boston obtained this exclusive video of what you're looking at, showing what appears to be a woman removing ballots from a home mailbox. As of yesterday afternoon, there were two instances of stolen ballots. Mm, Okay, so what does this path follow? We've been covering this. Nonstop. What what is the what is the path that we follow along here? Right? It's always the same. A mail-in ballot that is only in your mailbox because of COVID. So remember, COVID had a dual use in this nation for our ruling class, for our wicked, demonic ruling class. It had a dual use. One, it shut down Donald Trump's greatest accomplishment. You might not have liked his tweets. I didn't like all of Trump's tweets. I think a lot of them are things of legend. I didn't like all of it. I think a lot of it's distracting. But Trump's greatest accomplishment unequivocally that was going to win him a landslide election was his economy. COVID shut down Trump's economy, okay? And caused a panic among people and broke a lot of brains. The brains of the ladies that we just showed you. They were in part broken by COVID. And then broken by the BLM movement. And then broken by being told that all white people are evil, right? And the systemic racism of the left. Nancy Pelosi kneeling in a kente cloth, so on and so forth. She couldn't even get up. Secondarily, COVID was used as propaganda to scare the ever-loving life out of virtually everyone, but especially the hypochondriacs and already mentally ill people, little old people, into saying that it's too dangerous to vote. You shouldn't show up to your secure voting location like you have done for the last 80 years. You should vote by mail. Voting by mail is your super secure way to vote, and we'll just mail everyone a ballot. What could possibly go wrong? And then, if you don't want to even interact with your own mailbox, we'll put drop boxes all over the place, unmanned, and you can just shove your ballot into a drop box. And ladies and gentlemen, now we are seeing the result of that. We are seeing what happens when people are able to walk right up to your house and steal your vote and steal your ballot. This is precisely what the goal of this system is intended to be, to make your votes worth nothing, worth less than the paper they're printed on. And now you can see it on video, exactly how this operation works. So who is this lady? Speaking of people that deserve to be hauled in by the feds, who is this lady? Who's paying her? Somebody was paying this woman. It always matches the same. It's always the same thing. 2,000 mules. It's always the same thing. It's a person who is being paid off by some dark organization. I do not know. It's some dark network of organizations that are paying these people 
to go and harvest ballots, to steal ballots, to commit federal crimes. These people are in need, you're meeting their needs, and they're going and committing crimes. This is probably the largest crime syndicate in America operationing, operational crime syndicate in America operating right now. I mean, this is exactly what Joe Biden promised, right? When Joe Biden said that we're putting together the most comprehensive voter fraud organization in American history. Am I allowed to quote Joe Biden? They get very angry when you quote Joe Biden, right? Am I allowed to just believe the words that he said right here? We have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Okay, so she said, he said, the most comprehensive voter fraud organization in the history of politics. So what does this mean? Am I allowed to believe him? Are we finally allowed to believe Joe Biden? What about when CNN is just filming a random vote drop box in Ohio, only in a blue county in Ohio, and remarkably and accidentally catches voter fraud on tape? What happens then? Are we allowed to believe it when we see it with our own eyes on CNN or on someone's ring doorbell? This remarkable clip unearthed of CNN catching literal ballot stuffing live. And when they realize what they've done, the guy nearly has a heart attack. Watch. The only ballot drop box in Cuyahoga County, Ohio. You can see this woman right here casting her vote. Did you vote for Reagan or Jimmy Carter? Carter. Carter. Okay. We don't want to get too personal with people here, but you can see there's actually a traffic jam. We can come around this one. You can see there are cars. <laughs> she has a stack of ballots. She has a stack of ballots that she's shoving into the box. She's shoving into the box. Look at her go. Look at this. This one lady, they always fit the same description. One lady in an unmarked van with stacks of ballots. Who exactly is running this operation? So we've now seen it in Massachusetts. We are seeing it in Ohio. We've seen it in Connecticut. So in Connecticut, we have the election that has been overturned because of the mass number of mail-in ballots that were shoved into the drop box by a agent of the town mayor. Now the judge has overturned that election. How many more pieces of evidence do you need that this is something that is not only widespread, they've overturned it because of this system. This is exactly the system that Carrie Lake is fighting against in Arizona. In Arizona, Carrie Lake is saying, wait a second, like you messed with every single voting machine. And even the normies are waking up. Joe Rogan's saying there's no way that the Arizona election was on the level. It's the most listened to man in the world saying, wait a second, all of the all of the paper and all of the ink stopped working in major dark red Republican districts? Nope. This wasn't on the up and up. There was fraud in this election. Watch. How much election fraud do you think is real? Here we go, Joe. 
you want to go to election fraud. Yeah, because I don't think it's zero. No, it's no not way. zero. I think we could all agree it's not zero. No way it's not zero. And we know that these voting machines can be f***ed with. Yeah. And we know yeah. that there's some irregularities, uh, all that, that Carrie Lake stuff in mm -hmm. Arizona yeah. that they're trying to dismiss. It doesn't look like that's invalid. It looks like there's real fraud there. It looks like there's some real shenanigans there. At the very least, there was voting machines that weren't working properly, and it seems very suspicious that a lot of them were in Republican areas. There's a lot of shenanigans. Yeah. Okay. So when the normies are waking up to this, like Elon Musk, here's Elon Musk straight up saying, uh, yeah, there's major election fraud going on right now across the nation. This is the richest man in the world, most powerful man, arguably, in America. Judge orders new election in Connecticut town after surveillance video showed ballot stuffing in drop boxes. This happened here, and it's beyond a reasonable doubt. The only question is how common it is. This is Elon Musk's second post on the election fraud going on as he shows drop boxes being shoved full of ballots. Here you can see it in real time. The boxes being stuffed here in Georgia. There is the ballots being just shoved in and it's always the same. It's always the same. You always have the same system here. Single lady walks up, mask on, often gloves on, shoving ballots into drop boxes. At what point are we going to be smart in this country and recognize exactly how dangerous the system is and that you won't be able to have actual winners of elections anymore? You'll just have the largest criminal, the largest criminal operation. The people who are willing to be the most criminal will be the ones who win elections, like in New Jersey. This stuff's wild from New Jersey, ladies and gentlemen. In New Jersey, the Patterson City Council president and his wife stole mail-in ballots to rig the 2020 election. Not only that, this guy, Alex Mendez, would take ballots from people's mailboxes and he would rip up the ballots that didn't vote for him. Oh, oh, wait, is that not a vote for me? Okay, tear up the ballots, throw them away, and then this guy, this jackass, would get out his own ballot, mark his own name on it, and then he would mail it in for you. That's what happens when you vote by mail. This is what could happen when you vote by mail. What conspiracy theory are you listening to, Benny? Uh, let's see, NBC News, right there on your screen. This man would then vote for himself. He would rip up your ballot and vote for himself. He did this hundreds of times, and he won. Well, what do you know? Then he won. What is he being charged with by the Attorney General of New Jersey? He's being charged with conspiracy, conspiracy to commit election fraud, fraud, in casting vote by mail, unauthorized possession of ballots, tampering with public records, falsifying and tampering records, forgery, conspiracy tampering with fabrication of physical, physical evidence, and solic soliciting or procuring, assisting unlawful registration, voter violations, conspiracy to commit witness tampering. And his wife's being charged with the same, and so are all these other goons. When they say that this was the most secure election in American history, they are lying to you. 
When they talk about COVID, you must understand what the actual use of COVID was. It was to break people's brains in order to think that these kind of systems work for us. Some people's brains were broken yesterday. They stormed the DNC and they locked up a member of Congress in her own office. Joining us now via phone is Anna Paulina Luna, who is, I think, at the airport right now, uh, waiting, to, waiting to board a flight or about to board a flight. Uh, do we have the Congresswoman with us? Benny, can you hear me? Yes, now I can hear you. Gotcha. Hey, okay. How you doing? Hey, good. Uh, are, are you safe? Are you traveling safe right now? Yeah, no, we're safe. We're actually heading back home, which we're very happy about. But yeah, yesterday was pretty wild. I mean, my goodness. You are a brand new mother. I know what that's like for becoming a, a brand new <laughs> father. I've had that happen three times over. Uh, this has got to be terrifying for you to get locked in your office yesterday when left-wing orcs yeah. stormed the Capitol. Yeah, actually, so what had happened was we had uh, indexed Congress yesterday and we couldn't get a flight out back home. So we were there. Um, we had an event in the evening, and so we were shopping back at the office to pick up our stuff. We were getting inside, and then no sooner did we get inside, we had heard that, you know, murmurs of there being a protest, but we hadn't at that time realized how bad it was. So we got inside our office, and um, probably about maybe 10 minutes later, the entire, like, capital and all the facilities went on lockdown. And it was interesting because the DNC headquarters building is about maybe two blocks from my building. But there were, I guess, lobbyists from the DNC that were trying to get police escorts to go back because they were freaking out about the protesters, rightfully so. They were getting pretty violent at the time. And then come to find out, while we're sitting in the office, I'm looking online at Democrat Socialists of America, which you know, Benny, has been pushing a massive Marxist ideology they were basically accepting um, responsibility for organizing the protest. So when people say, oh, you know, we're doing this in the name of peace, isn't that the irony? You know, uh, protesting for peace with violence for a Marxist organization that you and I both know um, all, all the well has funding from people that do not want the United States to succeed. These so what happened to you last night was worse than anything that happened to AOC, yet AOC made up all the headlines on January 6th. You actually have, you've actually made the wonderful decision to procreate and to start a family and to be married. Mm -hmm. um, and you were locked in with your child. Is that correct? Into your office? Yeah, with my, with my child, my husband, and my two young staffers who were also, um, you know, very scared, frankly. So what will become of these people? They punched cops. They, according to the Capitol Police, they hit cops, six cops injured, uh, pepper spray, punching, kicking, biting, tetanus shots. Um, what will become of these protesters? Will they get the federal gulag? Uh, interestingly enough, as you saw, they managed to only arrest one person, which is mm. crazy to me because we saw definitely that there should have been more arrested. But, you know, I think that that goes to the double standard within the justice system. And I can't say too much right now, Benny, but all I can say is, you know, I've been frustrated like many Americans at the lack of, I think, oversight and also to accountability that Congress is bringing forward and actually holding these people accountable. So um, at least while I'm serving, that's not really going to be the case. And, and we've decided that we're going to be launching something here pretty soon. I'll probably come back and talk about that. But Good. yeah, this just got to stop. Good. There needs to be an there needs to be a commission to look into this because now it's been the Capitol stormed and the Hamas direction 1.0, the White House stormed, now the DNC stormed, the Capitol locked down again. They're attacking Capitol police every single time. They're attacking cops every single time. They're hoisting a foreign flag above our White House. How how is this allowed? 
This shouldn't be allowed. It shouldn't be, but it, it is absolutely, they're turning a blind eye past this. And I would say that for members of Congress, right, that are a part of Democrat Socialists of America, I haven't seen them really come out to condemn this. And in fact, these organizations are now threatening some of the Democrats that were locked in the DNC that are speaking out about um, against what they did in front of it. And frankly, it, it was also interesting to see the propaganda spin that they try to use on X, trying to say that police were assaulting them, that they were being peaceful. From what I saw, and the fact that the Capitol had, had to go into lockdown, that, that's not even the case. And the fact is, is that, you know, there are members of Congress that sleep in their offices. So think about the level of magnitude and impact that that has, that they're essentially doing this. There's no accountability. They're not be, being held accountable. And yet, if you did go into the Capitol um, on January 6th and you managed to remain peaceful, that you're still being held either in prison or not being given due process. Yes. It'll only stop when they get a taste of their own medicine. It will only stop when we hunt them down like dogs and put to give them the exact same medicine that they gave to J6ers. That is when the madness stops. Will you be in favor? I know you're very close with President Trump. Will you be in favor? Will you be pushing him uh, when he gets power back in 2024, as virtually every poll in America suggests? Will you be pushing them to immediately start prosecuting the Hamas direction activists? Um, I think 100 percent, but I think we have a big problem here. We have, you know, the start of a color revolution in our country, which is what happened before the overthrow of the CCP. It happens in a lot of communist countries or socialist regimes, and that's what we're seeing right now. So follow the money trail. So you're saying that this is actually a color revolution that's being funded by people that want to see the downfall of America? Yeah. And I think that they're using everything happening, just like they use BLM. A lot of these same people are behind uh, that movement as well. But I do think that it's absolutely correlated. And you can see that on, I actually retweeted uh, Democrat Socialists of America showing that they were literally working with other organizations to organize this and they're behind it. So like they're behind the same shit in Portland. Wow. Well, we like very much look forward. We very much look forward to Republicans growing uh, some balls, forgive me, and a spine <laughs> and doing something about this because otherwise it will just continue forever and ever. Right. Unless somebody stops right there with you, Benny. Yeah. Keep your beautiful Bye. child safe and uh, Godspeed, Congresswoman. Thank you. God bless. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have a fast moving show today. Obviously, a number of things that are happening very quickly uh, and a number of things that are happening to our country very quickly. I mean, it does seem like we are deteriorating uh, at a at a pace that has gone hockey stick, right? Like we have now l- passed the bell curve and things are on the decline very, very quickly. Yeah, you see, you're seeing a bunch of like our leaders bowing down to Xi Jinping uh, in San Francisco. Important fact here, Xi Jinping didn't come to Washington DC to see Joe Biden. Joe Biden went across the country to see him, flew right over East Palestine, Ohio, didn't stop to go see Xi Jinping. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, we got problems. We got we are a very sick country. I encourage you to please not take a risk uh, with your savings and with your fiat currency with Xi Jinping or with Joe Biden in the way that they handle our current finances. The reason that Joe Biden is bowing down and kissing the ring in San Francisco is because We are completely and totally and wholly dependent on China to buy our debt and to prop up the fiat currency of the American dollar. Please invest in gold. 
with my friends at Allegiance Gold. Do it today. Get $5,000 in free silver when you invest today with protectwithbenny.com or call 84466-BENNY. Get $5,000 in free silver with a qualifying purchase. Protect your future now with Allegiance Gold. Do not trust it to the communists in charge. What I mean by that is Xi Jinping and his dog walking of Joe Biden. Now, what is going on with these election machines? Well, what we are seeing across the nation is, of course, a broken system. Perhaps that's why Joe Biden is in San Francisco and not the other way around. I mean, I'm like, I am bewildered by this. It is astonishing to me. But the Chinese leader, the American, American president runs to meet the Chinese leader across the country and the Chinese leader doesn't come to the White House to meet the American president. It just, it's, what does that tell you? What does it tell you? It tells you that there is something deeply broken in our nation. And that the systems that we have to select our leaders are also deeply broken and prone to encourage and promote the criminal class of which Joe Biden is a part of. In Connecticut, there was an election that was so ripe with fraud, that was so rigged that a Democrat judge said that he will be throwing out and overturning the election. He is overturning the election based on the volume of ballots that are so mishandled that it calls into the, that it such that it calls the results of the primary election into serious doubt and leaves the court unable to determine the legitimate result of the primary. Adding that the videos of ballot stuffing in Connecticut have been shocking to all parties. This is Wanda. Wanda is an employee of the city. Wanda works for the current Democrat mayor of Bridgeport, Connecticut. Wanda thought she was being a little cute by half, wandering over with her bag of ballots just off screen, she thought, before wandering back over to stuff more ballots into a ballot box. Now, why, why do I mean stuffing? In some places in America, and this is insane and suicidal, you are allowed to deliver as many ballots as you want. But most places do not have those rules. Bridgeport's one of them. You're not allowed to do this. This is a felony. This is a crime. To their great credit, Fox News caught up with Wanda, went to Bridgeport, and asked the question, what the hell are you doing with all of those ballots? Where did you get them? Who was paying you? How did you get these ballots? Wanda, who is carrying a massive bag, maybe filled with ballots, I don't know. Had a very interesting reaction. Watch. So it's up to us to shine a light on corruption. That's why we sent Johnny to see Wanda. How's it going? Johnny from Fox, how are you? How are you? Nice to see you. Wanda, why did you stuff the ballots? Wanda? Why did you stuff the ballots? Wanda, there's surveillance video of you stopping the ballots. Do you have anything to say? Wanda? Wanda, what do you want to say to the people of Bridgeport? So Wanda pled the fifth, just like she did in court. We're not letting this go. Why is this person not in federal prison? Why? 
Why are these people not in federal lockup? There is video evidence of them cheating in elections, committing voter fraud. We have the evidence in Connecticut that we just played you, ballot stuffing. We have the evidence in Massachusetts of ballot rigging. We have the videos in Massachusetts of voters being like, that's not my signature. This is what it looks like in, that's what it looks like in Democrat Connecticut. This is what it looks like in Democrat Massachusetts when somebody just steals your vote directly out of a mailbox. There you go. This is a dude, doesn't know this lady. She's coming up, she's grabbing all the ballots from his mailbox and she's gonna go vote for him. That's what happened. Because when he showed up to vote, they said, oh, we're sorry, you've already voted. Are we gonna start taking this seriously? In New Jersey, once again, we have a person who won an election by pulling ballots out of the mail, ripping up the ballots that didn't vote for him, and then replacing them with votes for him. That's what happened in New Jersey. This guy ended up winning. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to Arizona, shall we? In Arizona, a woman has now pled guilty to fraud for collecting ballots inside of a virtually all Latino, Hispanic-speaking community and then filling those ballots out literally inside of the voting station. So she went, she's on camera doing this. We should actually sue for the tapes. Guillermina Fuentes, 66, has pled guilty to 2020 election fraud in the 2020 election. What did she do? She went throughout the neighborhoods the Hispanic neighborhoods of San Luis in Arizona. She grabbed up all of the mail-in ballots and then she went to the front of the election center and she took out a pen and she opened every ballot and she filled them all out. This is all on camera. What's not on camera? Then she walked in and she just started shoving the ballots into the boxes. This lady pled guilty to that. Again, and again, and again, the same story from across the country. In Wisconsin, do you live in Wisconsin? Republicans are now shockingly moving forward with the impeachment of their election administrator. Why are they impeaching her? They're impeaching their elections administrator because she unlawfully promoted maladministration with the use of ballot drop boxes and promoted and encouraged illegal alterations of absentee ballot applications in the 2020 presidential election. Now the Wisconsin Assembly has moved forward with impeachment. They initially said that they weren't going to do it. Now that uh, impeachment has moved out of committee and they are going to uh, – be voting on it. I'm not sure that the article gives a date. Wow. Unaccountable drop boxes and mail-in balloting. Boy, all over the country. These are red states. These are purple states. These are blue states. The same thing over and over and over again. The Heritage Foundation has a list. The Heritage Foundation has a list of every single act of fraud that has been prosecuted in the country. And you can go and see in every single state, this is the year 2023. You can see there in 2023 in Florida, dozens of cases of people voting twice, vote by mail fraud, committing fraudulence in elections. It is not only commonplace, it is something that is normal 
in every single state. And until we as Republicans come to the realization that this country will be lost, not culturally, not on a battlefield, but will be lost to a criminal cartel that operates our elections like a third world banana republic with no security and no integrity. And until we have an RNC that has the balls to actually talk about this as a major issue and fight for us, then we will lose our country and only criminals will be elected. That is how it works in the third world. That's how it works in South America. That's how it works in Africa. Only the criminals will become elected because they are the ones that are capable of having the criminal organizations to commit the enough fraud to become elected in this country. We need fighters in this party, desperately. Lucky for us, there are a few Republicans who are actually willing to fight, stand up and actually throw fisticuffs, like physically fight. I think that's awesome. We talked a lot yesterday about how kick-ass it was to see in a Senate hearing a Republican read off to a union goon uh, some of the fighting words that he had and then stand up, take his ring off and say, okay, let's go. It would, we'd have a better country if more people had to suffer the physical consequences of smarting off the mouth. That senator joins the show right now. Mark Wayne Mullen, senator from Oklahoma. Welcome to the show. Senator, thank you so much for being on the program. Uh, we talk a lot about fighting on this show. Oftentimes it is metaphorical, right? We just fight for culture. Fight for you actually were standing up and taking your ring off during a hearing, getting ready to throw down with a union boss who had smarted off at you on Twitter. Is this correct? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, you know, I don't uh, I don't handle bullies very well. And this this guy, a true a thug, a true thug. His name is Brian, uh, Brian or uh, Sean O'Brien. He had been running his mouth off to me several times, uh, actually about five times before finally he went too far. And, you know, you can call me whatever you want. I don't care. You know, you do whatever you say, whatever you want to do. But the guy finally went too far and he says, you know where to find me anytime, any place, cowboy. And I honestly, I sat on it for a little bit and I thought, you know what? And then I said, nope, not going to happen. I'm sorry. And I challenged you to a cage fight to uh, for charity. He didn't answer. But then he started mouthing about a month before he came back into this hearing and I thought, I'm just going to call him out on it. I had no idea it was going to go there. Um, I thought, honestly, he was going to back down a little bit and say, you know, whatever he was going to say. And when he says, yeah, let's do it. And I thought, my day just got really good. And uh, <laughs> when, I, when I stood up and I started, I grabbed my ring. I thought, I, I didn't want to break my hand. You know, when I used to fight professional, we wrapped our hands. And while I know how to punch correctly, you still really mess up and break your hand. And I thought, I don't want to get break my hand and get, have to cut my ring off. I've had to do that before, and it sucked. <laughs> so I thought, I thought I better take my ring off. But, you know, I, I it, it ended up, he ended up coming out and saying, that's not what he meant. I meant to, he said, I meant let's have a cup of coffee. But if you read his stuff, he's, it's so ridiculous. I mean, the guy... This is just just to tell you who he is. In in twenty now, this is the president of the Teamster Union, right? He's a he's a Teamster boss. Uh, he's, he's got quite a history, right? We got the Hoffa history here too. This guy in in twenty thirteen was suspended from his own local union 
for uh, for intimidating and harassing uh, his uh, his own union members in 2014. He, he was planning on bleeding the fifth on a group that he organized to go slice the tires and harass the top chef film crew. In 2017, this guy was kicked off negotiations from UPS because of his behavior by then President James Hoffa. And then in 2022, this guy, uh, when he got when he won the, uh, the election to be the president of the Teamsters, he said he's going to bring back the mob mentality. I I just just not the guy. Uh, of course, you know, I've got my senators now that said of, of all hundred members of the Senate that he's going to go after, you would probably not been the right one. He must not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we, uh, uh, we didn't know that you had a fighter's background. Can you explain that? Were, Were you a professional fighter? Uh, yes, I was. I have a. I mean, listen, I wasn't the best out there. I had a five and zero record. That doesn't mean that I was the best. That just means I didn't. I wasn't paired up with anybody better at the time. Uh, but I also, you know, I wrestled all the way through through school. So what took me to college? I, uh, you know, I carry a black belt in jujitsu. Um, I love the sport. My wife's a second degree black belt. She's actually had two professional kickboxing fights, and so it's. Uh, and I wouldn't spar with her. She's a lot better than me. But um, but I, I enjoy it. I mean, I enjoy competition. I enjoy that stuff. My ears used to be like this, but my uh, yeah. my my wife said my nose is bad enough. Could you do something about your ears a few years back? So I got my ears pinned back. <laughs> Oklahoma's a great wrestling state, man. I'm from Iowa, so it's like these are good wrestling states. You don't pick on people in these states. Wrestling is the toughest sport that there is, uh, alongside fighting. That's why wrestlers make such great UFC fighters because yeah. uh, they actually understand this this skill. So you would have kicked you would have kicked his ass. I didn't have an intention of losing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. You know, I have two boys that wrestle at Oklahoma State right now. And uh, I've got another one. I got my senior this year, my senior boy. He'll probably end up going to OU and wrestle. So it's in the family. I mean, it's what we do. And I, listen, look, I, I wasn't looking for a street fight with this guy. I, I, I got my last fight. I got paid in. Uh, it's what, what I do. But there's no way that you can do that. You know, I, I had I got questioned. You said someone said, is this incumbent of a of a senator's behavior? And I, I remind people, I'm a guy from Oklahoma first. You know, you don't do that in in Oklahoma. You don't you don't run your mouth unless you're going to unless you're going to back it up. And my boys are the same way. I tell them, you know, be responsible for your for your actions. If you're going to do something stupid, pay the price. And this guy did something stupid. Uh, and of course he backed out of it. Fine. He wants to back out of it. Fine. We'll go have a cup of coffee. He wants to sit down, but I bet he learned his lesson because when I stood up, he almost peed himself. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like Bernie Sanders might've saved this guy's, uh, might've saved this guy's entire reputation, right? Cause you, you were, you, I mean, what, what would have happened? Can you game theory this out? I hate hypotheticals, but could you game theory this out? I mean, were, what would have happened if Bernie hadn't have shut you down? Well, uh, when it, what was first going through my mind, if you look right in front of me, there's a stand there. It's, it's a it's a um, it, it looks like a camera stand. Yeah. I thought that was someone sitting there. If I didn't if I knew that was just a camera stand, I was going to jump over the dice. I didn't know. It was <laughs> the camera. I thought it was someone because there was people down there in the floor beforehand taking pictures. Uh, and so my idea was and I'm going to go around the edge. And he didn't. And I, when I looked around and Bernie was telling me to sit down, I looked around. He hadn't stood up. He was still sitting there and he was calling me a clown or what you're going to resort to fighting. I don't know what he was saying. He's mouthing off something. Um, but I, I I know I had intentions of finishing it. I was done. 
and I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a tough guy. That's not what I'm trying to do. I just don't, I mean, I mean this necessarily. I don't like bullies and to give yeah. you some background on that, not to get personal about it, but I grew up with a really bad speech impediment. I'm talking about really mm-hmm. bad speech. Impediment. And, my, and I had bad legs. My feet were bowed in. I had to have a lot of surgeries on my legs, wore braces on my feet, like Forrest Gump. And, and so I, I couldn't speak because I don't hear syllables. So I had to learn to speak by learning the placement of your tongue. And that I did, I messed with that all the way through elementary. Um, and then, and then I couldn't run from you because, um, I had braces on my legs, so I had one choice, and that's to fight. And I have a real disdain for bullies. And I've always taught my boys the same thing. You you do not ever bully anyone, but you will step up every time you see someone bullying because not everybody has the skill set to be able to stand up to bullies. I understand that. But those that have, that, that, that do have the skill set – then I think you're almost obligated to, because if not, these bullies are going to continue to move forward and they're going to hurt people physically and maybe even kill somebody at some point if no one ever stands up to them because they're always going to pick on the weakest prey. Yes. Yes. And it, these are fine. I mean, these are like, congratulations. Your son's at Oklahoma State. And this is one of the best wrestling programs in the country. You clearly taught them well. I think we have a couple of photos of you wrestling here and some photos of you fighting. You said your wife is a fighter. Do you guys ever spar? Yeah, no, that is not a good recipe. Uh, yeah. Um, that's not a good recipe for, for a husband and wife. No, actually we have. We sparred quite a few times. Really? Uh, yeah, it, it, especially when we were both fighting at the same time. Uh, <laughs> it was good. She uh, she actually at one time signed up with uh, um, uh, uh, the World Combat League underneath Chuck Norris. And, and so, I mean, she was, and you know, what's funny is my wife's the sweetest lady you've ever met. If you had pictures of her, you just wouldn't think that she ever would ever even hurt a fly. And she isn't, I mean, she was a cheerleader and gymnast in, in, uh, in high school and in college. Um, it's just not her personality, but I kind of did. And I'm and how I got into fighting is I, I just came out of college. I was running my business at that time. Christy and I, my wife, we were building the companies and um, and I had a buddy that was fighting for this group called the Lions Den it, with this with this guy I hadn't heard of came Ken, Ken Shamrock. And he had a fight coming up and he said, he said, hey, would you come in and just train takedowns with me? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll come in with you and do takedowns. And uh, we show up with a fight and someone didn't show up. And uh, they said, would you consider fighting? Well, I wasn't even close to weight. And I said, but, you know, I think I'd like to fight. It'd be fun. Six weeks later, they pay me 500 bucks to fight. And I thought, this is awesome stuff I used to do for free. I'm going to get paid for. Um, that's kind of I know it sounds silly, but that's just kind of how, how, how it started with me. And then Christy, she was she was just into, you know, physical stuff like like karate and um and her, one of her instructors and the owner of the, of the, of the karate school was uh, Della Paula Cook, who's a five-time world champion. And he told her, he said, you should think about fighting. And she just kind of laughed it off. And then she ended up doing it. She was good. I mean, she was, she was really good. And, and the only reason why she didn't continue is because um, uh, we had a lot, she, she, we had three kids at the time and uh, she had a contract to go fight someplace. And it was a big contract. It was going to be six fights. And I, I looked at her and my fight, my face is actually better than it used to be. Cause I did, I mean, I had to get my nose fixed. This is plastic right here. And my ears was like this. And I, I, uh, um, I told her, I said, babe, I said, we don't fight for a living. We do it because we love it. 
but my face is already bad enough. I'm not sure we want your face to do that. Now, if you want to do it, I totally support you, but I just want you to understand it's going to at some point look like mine. And I think that scared her. She's like, she didn't want to do it anymore. She's like, I'm good. <laughs> I think we'd have a better country if more people had to feel the physical consequences of smarting off at the mouth and more people had to throw down fisticuffs. I think it'd be a better nation. There used to be a lot of fighting in Congress. People Andrew Jackson beat a guy within an inch of his life with his cane as president inside of Congress. I mean, I think that there's there's some good history there. And I feel like we'd have a better politics if it was there's more masculine energy. Yeah. Andrew Jackson uh, challenged nine people to duels when he was president and he got up and he knocked the crap out of a guy that insulted his wife at a White House dinner, literally knocked him out cold. Um, and I'm not saying that I'm not saying that violence is always the answer. I'm just saying that you need to be taught a lesson. Sometimes you're responsible for what you say. Um, it, it was, it, uh, you know, uh, Lincoln, President Lincoln challenged someone to a sword fight. Uh, there is there, there used to be caning in the halls of the Senate. You could you could literally pass a resolution to cane somebody and you could have duels. And I'm not once again, I'm not saying that that's always the solution, but. People, there's no consequences for your actions anymore. In fact, you're, we're more, more worried about people's feelings than we are actually teaching them a lesson. I, I'm, I'm not saying I have the greatest kids. I have six kids, and I, I love them all, and they, they work hard. They're kids, though, and I expect them to make mistakes. But there's also consequences for their actions, and they know that. And if that means that I'm going to have to bust their butt, I mean, they're a little older now, but when they were younger, if that meant I had to bust their butt, I bust their butt. I, didn't, I wasn't mad at them. I didn't beat them. I taught them a lesson and understood that there's consequences for what you do. And then I'd hug them and love on them. And I think they're, I think they're better for it. They're good kids now. I, I mean, as of right now, they're still good kids. I, you know, when they get an adult, they're going to make their own choices. Uh, I, I, I was only one mistake away from going to prison at some point in my life, I'm sure. But, it, you know, in, in, but these kids go to school and if they get in a fight today at school, they get arrested they literally get arrested and get handcuffed and get removed from from school campuses now and have to go to court. And I'm like, what happened to school schoolyard brawls? Um, sometimes scores were settled. I mean, there's guys that I got in fight with in high school and junior high and elementary that I'm good friends with today. We laugh about it. I mean, you just, it was part of it. It was part of growing up, but you learned to, you learned your boundaries. There was a boundary that you don't cross with everybody. And there is that, that boundary doesn't, doesn't exist. It's like, we forgot what, I don't know. What it means to be a man. What it means yeah, to be a man. Yeah, I, I, I trying to, the over really trying to be, play politics there, but we forgot what, what, what manhood is and responsibility yes. is. And yes. I'm not saying that like, girls don't fight. I just explained my wife, I, my, my wife will used to fight. And my daughters, by the way, are wrestlers too. And my, my freshman daughter, she's probably the best wrestler of all the kids. I mean, she's, she's legit. She's really good. The overfeminization of society and the removal of men from society has led to absolute chaos. And weak men create yeah. hard times and we need men and we need good fathers and we need strong men in the society I to agree. have a functional society. Absolute facts. And everybody has a plan until they get hit in the face. Thank you, Senator, for bringing us one step closer to this wonderful tradition being back in the Senate where you have to stand up for your own words. I think that's a good Thanks. thing. And there needs to be consequences to your actions. Senator Mark Wayne Mullen, Godspeed. Thanks. Fast moving times, man. Fast moving times. If you want to follow us and this show, and you want to keep up to date with all of the news, there are things that are happening boom, 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 all the time, right? 
you got to make sure that you have a dependable wireless connection. And we use Patriot Mobile, of course, to stay online and to consistently deliver excellent news to you in the most dependable, on the most dependable wireless network in America. We love Patriot Mobile because they are aligned with our values and they operate on all three major networks. You can use a cell phone service without funding the woke left that is destroying our nation and causing for all of the chaos that we have illuminated on this show. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Benny, patriotmobile.com slash Benny, or call 972-PATRIOT to get free activation today with the offer code Benny, patriotmobile.com slash Benny today. So, we talked a little bit with the senator about consequences for your actions. Somebody who has never faced any consequence for their actions, the Bidens. And what are we seeing now out of the Biden White House? Well, cocaine gate has taken a interesting turn, ladies and gentlemen, because the Secret Service has found DNA on the baggie of cocaine. They have lied to you. The Secret Service reportedly found DNA from the cocaine baggie discovered at the White House on July 2nd after the agency said it was unable to identify who smuggled the drugs into the building. The reported DNA raises questions about if Americans were told the truth about that little bag of cocaine. Now, of course, we have photos of the bag of cocaine that uh, dropped this week. We are able to see the little dime bag. And, of course, your DNA is everywhere, right? Like everything you touch has a little bit of your DNA on it. DNA testing has changed all criminal uh, all, all, all criminal lab results forever because everything you touch effectively has DNA on it. If you were wearing like medical gloves carrying the bag of cocaine through the White House, you'd still have DNA associated with that little baggie. And especially if you're putting that sucker up to your nose. Not like we encourage that. Stay clean, kids. But this is an interesting fact. What does this mean and what does this tell us? Well, this tells us that they are holding this over the head of the Bidens. This tells us that on this little baggie sits another little piece of evidence that they're going to use to weaponize against the Biden crime family. This is, again, when you have broken elections like this, and elections are run entirely by criminals and by criminal organizations, then only criminals will gain high office. Do you, that is how it works. And so the people who are going to hold leverage over the Bidens, hey, it would be a shame if it leaked out whose DNA was on the cocaine baggie. Whose DNA is it? Is it Joe's? Is it Hunter Biden's kids? Is it Hunter Biden? Is it Corrine Jean-Pierre? Is it Kamala? Whose DNA is it? We could leak at any time whose it is. And well, that's a leverage point, ladies and gentlemen. And that's how a criminal cartel works. More on this, more on this as we develop how our federal government actually works. But what is the point of enlightenment? The point of enlightenment is, well, understanding, ladies and gentlemen, that all organized, centralized governments are criminal cartels. And that, that is what we're fighting against. The people who are in charge are simply Muppets that are playing the part. And so it's good to know the system that you're fighting because, well, you got to know thy enemy. Ladies and gentlemen, even if we have a show that is fraught with election fraud, and even if we have a show that is fraught with 
DNC, broke brain orcs storming Washington, D.C., and sending members of Congress with their newborns to, uh, to, to cower in, in place in their offices, shelter in place, not saying Anna Paulina Luna was cowering, but shelter in place in their offices. Anna Paulina Luna and her, her husband are uh, both, both veterans, two of our great armed services. They're not doing any cowering, but the Capitol Police locked them down. Dark days. But I think that this is a desperation point, and I think that we are actually winning, and I feel like we are back, baby. I know that there are good times ahead and that we are going to defeat this, the darkness on our shores and inside of our country. And how do we do that? We defeat darkness with light, salt and light. Do a lot of that on this show. Our light for the day comes from Corinthians 3.15. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Since as members of one body, you were called to peace, be thankful. Be thankful today and be at peace. We will defeat darkness. We will be the salt and light that saves this nation. And I have that full confidence and I walk upright and you should join me in the Benny Brigade, in the Salty Army. Walk upright and know that the victory will be ours. It's your boy, Benny. See ya.